0: Welcome to my podcast that's all about how to overcome anxiety. Hello, I'm Wendy Dignan, and I'm an anxiety specialist psychologist.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you use facts or feelings to make decisions? I'm thinking that if you struggle with anxiety, sometimes the anxiety is so overwhelming for you that I suspect you make decisions based on feelings. There's this thing that you often hear psychologists talk about that we call emotional reasoning, and that's reasoning that you base logic on how you feel rather than facts. It's it's when you use how you feel as evidence for what you should do. For example, you might feel really cross with your, your other half, so you've decided it's a good idea at that very moment to air all of your most pressing grievances with them. Or you might feel lethargic, run-down, unmotivated, So you decide you need to stay in and never go out and rest instead of going out for that night of fun with your friends like you decided that you would do. That's about feelings and how you feel making decisions for you. Because it's really tempting to follow our feelings when deciding what's true or useful because they're just so loud, aren't they? And because they're so loud, because we feel them so strongly, they seem so pervasive and and persuasive. And convincing. It it fills every corner of you, doesn't it? So of course, that's the thing that you lead with to make decisions about your life. But here's the thing. The strength of a feeling is a poor indicator of its truth or usefulness. Some examples could be the anger and absolute outrage you feel after reading a friend's Facebook post about something that you feel passionate about. And you feel really twitchy fingers to put a really snarky, sarcastic comment on that post just to make sure that they know exactly how you feel about it. But is this really the best way to behave in this situation? What is that going to get? But I, I know that that anger and that outrage that you feel definitely drives you to, to, post that, to post that reply onto the post. Or, for example, the shame and overwhelming guilt and anxiety you feel when you're trying to go to sleep and reliving over and over again that huge mistake, in your mind is huge, that you made 15 years ago that pushes you really strongly in the direction of lying there and ruminating on it to think about all the different things you could have been that you could have done differently and you didn't do and beat yourself up so then you definitely can't get back to sleep but when you think about it in the cold hard light of day is that really the best way to behave in the situation because it's the shame and the guilt and the anxiety that's pushing you around that loop rather than logic in the fact that it's something in the past. All these things are based on feelings, not facts. But it's, it's obvious that acting impulsively on your emotions usually isn't very helpful. So why is it that it happens so often? Well, the simple answer is that it actually makes us feel better. Strong, painful emotions like anxiety, shame, guilt, irritability, sadness are aversive, which means that we want them to go away as quickly as we possibly can, particularly with anxiety. One of the main things that keeps anxiety going round and round is that we take aversive behaviour, we try and avoid putting ourselves in situations that make us feel anxious. That seems perfectly logical, but it's the anxiety that's making you behave this way. And this is why you'll often hear me call anxiety a bully, because the anxiety is driving you to do things that you wouldn't normally do in that way. And so you're acting on an emotion. Anxiety is an emotion. And acting on these emotions will often help them sort of turn the it turns the volume down on them just temporarily. But the big problem with this is that by always doing something to alleviate these painful emotions, what you're actually doing is getting in the habit of making bad decisions based on how you want to feel rather than on what your values are. And your values are what you believe is true and genuinely helpful in that moment. To give you an idea of this, lying on the couch, my favourite position Couch potato instead of going to the gym is actually trading a temporary feeling of rest and relaxation for a long term value, which could be about improving your physical health. Or for people who feel anxious in social situations, taking those couple of glasses of wine, knocking those couple of glasses of wine back before you go out makes you feel better temporarily. It helps you feel less anxious. But in the long run, what it does is reinforces the self-destructive belief that you absolutely need those couple of glasses of wine in order to function well in social situations the absolute best way to break out of the emotional reasoning trap is to get in the habit of clarifying your personal values so for example when you're overcome with any strong emotion ask yourself what do i really want in this situation Before you ask yourself that question, I would take a step back because really you want to try and distance yourself just a little bit, a a smidgen from the strength of that emotion because I absolutely understand how powerful and overwhelming it is, particularly with anxiety, but just just try and breathe for a minute and just think, what do I really want as an outcome in this, this situation? What's going to make me happy in the long run? Going back to the the face post that, that made you really angry, what do you really want to have happen in this situation? Well, at the moment, you're really angry about what that post says. Putting something really snarky and sarcastic on it is not going to maintain that friendship for you in the long run. And maybe that friendship is more important to you in the long run so possibly when you're feeling a little calmer, you could have a conversation about your different views on that particular topic. It's about taking that deep breath in response to a strong emotion before you dive in. Because what strong emotion does is it makes you act impulsively. It, it, it is, you become like a knee-jerk reaction and it's usually the wrong way to behave that doesn't align with actually you want the outcome to be. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you've liked what you've heard, give me a follow for more ways to move anxiety out of your world for good.